So um, this morning, we're going to, to see this story that I, I was telling you when you were little ones, probably you heard it or many messages and different ways you have heard this story. So um, we, we recently finished the season for, pay, um, for paying taxes. So everybody remember that, not, not just too long ago. So I have a question for you. Do you feel overjoyed when you prepare to pay taxes? <laughs> or you feel like probably you, um, uh, something had happened and you feel like you have been cheated and you feel upset? For some people, probably they, they got a refund. They might be happy, but for most people, probably they feel upset. Something went, went wrong. Well, if that is the case, I welcome you to the uh, Roman Empire during the lifetime of Jesus Christ. Let's read the scripture for this morning. In Luke chapter 19, from verses 1 to 10. If you will stand, please, that we can read the word of God. Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verse 1 to 10. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was. But being a short man, he would not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him. Since Jesus was coming that way, when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to murmur. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save what was lost. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, thank you. Thank you for this word that we read. And may the Holy Spirit speak to us this morning, God. In the name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. So the Roman Empire charged heavy taxes to the, to the people. And the tax collectors made sure that they had, um, they took care of themselves, that they had the, the, some extra money from them. They could, um, the, the Roman Empire could charge them an amount that need to be paid. And so the tax collectors went and, and charged that amount in a little extra. 
that they could uh, have their, their pockets get bigger. The tax collector were loyal to the Romans, even if they were betraying their own people. So they got extra. So I, um, I was thinking to ask you, on a scale of one to 10, how popular do you think the tax collectors were? <laughs> You're right. They were very, very low in reputation. Even they had a lot of money, their uh, reputation was down. So let's see who Zacchaeus was. Being a tax collector, Zacchaeus had that disadvantage with the people, his people, had other disadvantages that were obstacles for him. So being a tax collector, he was rejected, he was um, hated. So imagine how could be for him, a person like him walking around in his town being um, hated and not well seen. His reputation was low, so he, he, didn't, he wasn't comfortable going around. So also Takia was short. He gave a description of his, uh, his height. Probably he was shorter than me. <laughs> but um, so he might, must, be, must have been um, ridiculed. He must have been, uh, been made fun of. He must felt terrible. He must have felt he didn't belong there. He was um, probably even hated himself. He must have been feeling like, I don't fit here. He was high of everything. But something changed. Something changed for him in this story. We see that Zacchaeus heard about a man named Jesus. This, this name, this uh, Jesus, he had heard about him doing miracles, doing things that um, were out of the ordinary. He was, he was listening about this miracle that had happened before, and one of them was uh, about this uh, blind man that was healed at the margins of Jericho. So Zacchaeus had been thinking, there must be something for me from this named Jesus. He might have been tired about his miserable life, his um, even having money and all the money can bring. He might have felt that um, this wasn't enough for him and he wanted to have uh, maybe something that Jesus could offer him. Whatever his motives were, whatever he was thinking in his mind, he wanted to see Jesus and he had an obsession to see Jesus, to know more about him. And then his dream came true. He came a reality that this Jesus they had been listening for quite a while, he was coming to Jericho. And that was his opportunity. And Zacchaeus got very brave. What did he do? He ran ahead of the multitude, all the crowd that was in his way, that didn't let him see Jesus because he was short. Maybe a lot of people, you know, I have been some time in the back there and, and told people behind me, I'm trying to, to see, I want to worship the Lord and I want to see people, see who, who the worshipers here. And, 
And I kind of identify with him in that for my, my, my height. <clears throat> and he might have run that way for, for that reason. Okay, I need to get to see Jesus. And he went and climbed a tree. So as I was preparing and pondering on these verses, I had this image of Zacchaeus running with all his might. I'm going to get there before all the crowd get there. And I could see, I could see his longing. In those days, in his culture, Jewish men did not run because it did seem like it was inappropriate. It was undignified. And normally Jewish uh, men would never climb a tree be, um, because, uh, in public because fear of exposure. So this type of actions could have been taken as shameful, and mostly for Sakia that was a um, respectable, respectable man, a member of the community. So he wasn't um, well uh, seen. He was criticized. He could hear. He could hear as he was running. Probably he could hear comments, unkind comments about him, but he didn't care. He just wanted to see Jesus. That was his big, big advantage, that he wanted to see Jesus and he was ahead. So just as Zacchaeus was running desperate, desperate to get to that tree, to reach his goal, that's the way that God wants us to run to him with that eagerness to run to him. And that image gave me so much joy. Just imagine that he was there, so close, so close to see Jesus. And gave me joy because we know that Jesus is waiting for us. Every one of us has a place in the heart of Jesus, and he's waiting for us to come to him. So the story continues. What did Jesus do? As Jesus passed by the place where Zacchaeus was, he did three things that meant the world to Zacchaeus. And then the most amazing thing happened. That was just the beginning for Zacchaeus of something big in his life. So three things that he did, Jesus did was, one of them, he looked up where Zacchaeus was. And saw Zacchaeus. He noticed Zacchaeus, and he took care, the, took the care to look at him, where he was. He noticed him physically, and not just that. He went deeper. He went deeper into Zacchaeus' heart. Jesus completely understood Zacchaeus. Jesus is Jehovah Jireh. He is the God who sees. He sees the need the inside of us, he, need, he sees us in all aspects of life, and he could see Zacchaeus' heart. Also, Jesus called Zacchaeus by name. So beautiful. There is something beautiful when we hear our name. Don't you feel like sometimes you don't know that somebody knew your name? And, and you hear your name, you feel encouraged. 
And this is what Jesus did. He called him by name. And he knew what was going on in his life. And he knows your name, my name, everybody's name. He knows. And he knows what is happening in your heart right now. Isn't that wonderful? Well, sometimes probably we don't want him to see something that are inside of us. But he sees everything. And he knows. My brothers and my sisters, he knows what is happening in your heart. And he is with you. That is amazing. It's wonderful. So something interesting happened. Third thing that Jesus did was Jesus invited himself to Zacchaeus' house. He told him, come down from there. I'm going to stay at your home today. How you would feel if somebody, the president or somebody told you, I'm going to your home today. Would you think twice? <laughs> Zacchaeus had to respond. And we need to respond to, to when Jesus called us. Maybe he was shocked in the beginning, in the moment. But that was just the beginning of something great in his life. So we'll see what Zacchaeus did in return. He, we know, he came down from the tree in obedience to his command, Jesus' command. And he hurried home. He didn't wait. He said, I'm going too. So he didn't wait. He didn't wait another time for second time to tell Jesus, after Jesus told him that he needed to come down, he just, I imagine, he just jumped out down to the, from the tree. I think that moment, Zacchaeus began to be aware of Jesus' presence, that that's something different. That, those things that he had been hearing about, that he was doing, the miracles, how Jesus loved people, how Jesus had compassion on people. So Zacchaeus was aware in that moment that Jesus was an amazing and great person. And second, Zacchaeus received Jesus into his home with joy. You know, sometimes things happen in the midst of your joy, your laughter, things happen that sometimes want to take away your joy. And at that moment when Jesus was with with Zacchaeus. This is a divine encounter. But like in this story, we see that there were people in the multitude that were criticizing Jesus. They were not happy that Jesus had gone to be with a sinner. They missed why Jesus was there. But Jesus had a purpose and Jesus had a plan. So we need to be warned that when we make decisions that are important in our lives, there will be always someone that will not agree with us, that will be opposed to us. But if we know that is the right thing, just let let keep going. Nothing would stop us. And Jesus didn't care either. He had a purpose, and he came for a, with a purpose to, to Jericho. And the same way he came to this world, and came for us, and nothing would stop him, not even the devil that was tempting him, giving him other ways to, to, um, 
to go about when he was in, in the beginning of his ministry. So, Jesus loved Zacchaeus from the very moment he saw him. He accepted him. So, there are people that is despised these days. What kind of people you think is despised these days, this day and age? Does Jesus despise them? I don't think. The way he did with Zacchaeus, he loved him, he accepted him, and he loves people. He loved people then, he loved people now. He accepts people then, he accepts people now. So that is so wonderful to, to see in this story. There is a third thing that Zacchaeus did. He repented. And immediately he began to change. His transformation happened right before Jesus' eyes. His presence in our lives changes everything. It's Jesus who makes the difference in our hearts. Pastor John mentioned in, the, in his prayer that Jesus makes the difference in us. He's the one that transformed us. So Jesus keep changed his life right there from being a robber, from taking money away from people, became a restored man. From being greedy, he came to be a generous man. From a, a sad man, he became a joyful man. From ignoring who Jesus was, became to call him Lord. All right there in his presence. This other image that I had while I was preparing this sermon was I could see Jesus sitting in, like in a picnic table in that room where Zacchaeus was at his home. And I could, could see Zacchaeus lifting his hands up and saying, Okay, Lord. I got it. I know I need a change. It just touched my heart to see what God can do through Jesus in our lives. We see what he, what Zacchaeus did. He decided to be generous with the poor. He wanted to give half of his money to the poor. And he wanted to pay back what he had stolen from the people. That takes a lot of braveness to do it. And I think Jesus gave that braveness to Zacchaeus. And I just wanted to pay back, but he wanted to pay it four times. So probably his money went down, but Zacchaeus didn't care because he had Jesus. He had Jesus in his heart now. So what did Jesus said when she saw Zacchaeus saying those, those things that he wants to do? Jesus saw inside Zacchaeus his attitude, his action. Jesus pronounced that salvation has come to this, to this home, this home of Zacchaeus, to his heart has come the salvation of Jesus. It doesn't say that Zacchaeus 
made a sinner's prayer. But what he did, that he repented, he trusted in Jesus, and he recognized who Jesus was. He received him in his, in his home with joy. So his, his actions were evidence of a life that was being changed. Zacchaeus' heart showed that he had a faith. Jesus could see the faith. We see there why Jesus was saying that, that Zacchaeus was a son of Abraham. Then Jesus saw the faith that he had in his heart, trusting in him. Abraham, we know, is the father of the faith. So God saw, Jesus saw the faith that Zacchaeus had. And so Jesus said, there he, he mentioned what is his purpose, that he came for a person like Zacchaeus that needed save, to be saved. He said, I came to save the lost. So that was his purpose. It wasn't a chance that Jesus came through Jericho. It wasn't a chance like it wasn't when he came to Samaria to save um, the Samaritan woman. It was all in his plan. He had a purpose to change that life. If we want to be rescued by Jesus, if we want to be transformed by Jesus, we need to run to him, like Zacchaeus did to that tree, to be able to see Jesus. We need to run to him. We need to welcome him in our hearts. This morning, the presence of Jesus is here. We have been worshiping him through song, through his word. He is here. So I just want to ask you, what is holding you here in the sanctuary and in your homes? What is holding you? He's calling you to come down from where you are, to surrender to him. He's calling your name. If you can, I don't know if anybody here hasn't received Jesus, but I will just say this. If you have not already received Jesus, he is here for you. He is available for you. It doesn't matter what is happening with you. He wants to be your Lord and Savior. He's available for anyone. It doesn't matter what is happening in your life. Nothing is too big for him. Zacchaeus needed a savior to rescue him from his miserable, miserable life. He welcomed him into his heart. And I just want to say this, this other image that I had of Jesus being seated at the table of Zacchaeus, Jesus talking to Zacchaeus. We don't get more details, more, many details, but in between lines we find that Jesus might have confronted Zacchaeus with his um, reality of the need of a, a savior, of the need of a change. So this morning I said, do you want to start a new life? The altar will be open in, in a little while for anyone that wants to, to give your life to the Lord, to to make him your Lord and Savior. And for all of us here, believers 
and your homes in here? What is Jesus offering to us? You have heard this story before. You might think, I am, I am saved, so probably I'm all set. But this morning, we have in our heart, heavy hearts for our pastor's resignation, for the departure. We are sad. But Jesus is here with us. He has promised to be with us all the time. So we can bring to him our load, our sadness, our difficulties, anything that is in you that is not right, that you feel is needs Jesus' satisfaction. Everything we can give it to Jesus. He's for, for us here to come for us, to hold us. So let not lose heart. Zacchaeus took the opportunity to see Jesus as he was passing through. Today you are here. It's not a chance. Today is your opportunity. Zacchaeus let go of his possessions, which was an outward evidence of the change that was being operating in his heart. Jesus' presence is here to fill you, to comfort you, to change you, to change me from the inside out. Jesus changes everything. So thanks be to God for what he can do for us. So if anyone would like to know this, this afternoon, this, excuse me, it's still morning. <laughs> so if anyone would like to give your heart to Jesus this morning, he wants to be in your heart. He wants to work in your heart. And he wants to love you. And he still loves you. If you haven't known him, he wants to have a relationship with you. So if anyone is here, you would like to lift your hand and receive Jesus. You can come here and we can pray for you. Now, I think we all are believers, so praise the Lord. But anyone that is here that feel like want to come to the altar and give to, to God, um, or you want to recommit your life to the Lord, or you want to, to have his blessing today, you can come to the altar and talk to God. Tell Jesus, I'm here. I would like to to be touched by you, to be transformed. Oh God, thank you, Lord. Would you stand and we will pray? Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise your name, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you for loving Zacchaeus as he was. And for loving us as we are, for accepting us, Lord, for saving us, for coming to this world to change, to, change, to save, to transform the lost. 
Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. We pray, Father, for anyone that is committing, committing your life to you, Lord Jesus, that you will fill their life, Lord. That you will touch, God. That their life will never be the same again, God. Thank you for being our comfort, Lord Jesus. Thank you for being our helper. We praise your name this morning, O oh God. Thank you for everything that you have done for us. Thank you for your amazing grace. Thank you for freeing us, Lord. Thank you for being here, God. Thank you, Lord, for being with our brother and sister at their homes and touching their lives, Lord. Glory to be to your name, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen.